Good Monday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you this morning. We thank the Lord uh, for you being with us today. Thank you for taking time uh, this morning to look to God's Word for just a few moments. Uh, this being January 31st, 2022, and, and thank God for all his bountiful blessings. Uh, tomorrow, uh, February 1st, I'm going to be having some surgery, and I'd ask you to pray if you would. I'd appreciate that. And so what we're going to do, we're planning on pre-recording uh, some Bible devotions so we won't get behind on our Bible study. We thank the Lord for the opportunity for that. And uh, we thank the Lord for all his blessings. God has been so good to us. And with that said, I'd encourage you this morning to take your Bible. If you have a copy of the precious Word of God, I want to encourage you to open it up with me today. And we're going to be looking at John chapter 11 and verse number 1 today is where we're going to start a brand new chapter in the Gospel of John, a journey through John. And what a blessing it is to study the Word of God. Again, let's open our Bible, John chapter number 11. The Bible says, Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. Now I love this chapter, this section of Scripture, is one of my very favorite in all the Bible. And I have a lot of favorites, but this is a very important and powerful section of Scripture. As we begin here and today in chapter 11, we're introduced to a family, a family. And this great miracle, in fact, only John writes about this in the Word of God. It is a, one of the greatest miracles in all the Bible. John wrote many other things that the other gospel writers seemingly left out or didn't include in their writing. Why was that? Well, it could be perhaps because John lived a long life and he lived to see the other gospels written. And maybe it is that he knew what to write and include in his gospel that he felt left out and under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, 
But we don't know all the answers to that, why John wrote what he wrote, but I sure am glad that he included chapter number 11 in the Gospel of John. Now, what we're going to do today is do something that I have always wanted to do, but never been able to do, and that is just to slow down the pace of this wonderful passage of Scripture. And oftentimes, as we have preached upon this passage, we don't have time to really invest a lot into this passage. With these Bible studies, though, we can digest and take a verse or two take our time and try to mine out and dig out some thoughts that the Lord would have us to look at. So we're going to slowly digest this passage over the next several days. First of all, I want to give you a theme for this first verse or this first lesson of this first verse. And, and I take notice to this. I see a certain person. Now, if you could take notice of that as well, and I hope that you could, as we see the significance of the name of Lazarus. Now, the name Lazarus is a very unique name uh, in the New Testament. It is identical, actually, with the Old Testament Eleazar. And I'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about that this morning. These two words, Lazarus and Eleazar, are actually the same word. They mean exactly the same, and they're actually just a, a deviation of the same spelling as well. The two words, again, are exactly the same. And actually, if you study some of the historical writings of the Jewish people, uh, they, have, they have what is called uh, the Jerusalem Talmud, and that is uh, the record, the writings of the Jewish oral tradition that has been recorded, and we find that the words that begin with a alof, which is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, often are dropped, at that, that first letter is often dropped in a word. Eleazar thus then becomes Elazar, and so the name occurs in the Jewish Talmud is that several, several different times in the Talmud. And again, this is written, the written traditions of the Jews, and this is not the Holy Scripture. Uh, there's also another Babylonian Talmud, and that is of the, uh, when the, they were in captivity, and uh, that was written down later. Also, it was oral traditions that were written down. It's, it's not Scripture, but it is Jewish history, and it's very important. But as we think about the word Eleazar and the word Lazarus, we think about that. And when the word Eleazar was spoken by the Greek-speaking people, well, they added to that at, uh, an os at the end of it, and Latin uh, would be added us. And so, by gradual stages from the Old Testament period to the New Testament period, Eleazar of the Old Testament becomes Lazarus, of the New Testament. Exactly the same name, the same word. Now, a side note, Eleazar is first mentioned during the exodus from Egypt, the bondage of the children of Israel when they were delivered. He's first mentioned during this exodus. He was one of the four sons of Aaron, and uh, thank God for that. Moses' brother Aaron, uh, Moses was Eleazar's uncle, 
after the death of his older brothers named Nadab and Abihu. You might have heard of them. Uh, somebody preached a message not too long ago that I heard about these two men, Nahab and Abihu. But he and his younger brother, Ithamar, were appointed to the charge of the sanctuary. And Eleazar's wife was a daughter of Putnam, and she born unto him a man by the name of Pinebus, who would eventually succeed Eleazar as the high priest. Another Eleazar in the Bible is the son of a man by the name of Abinadab. And Abinadab, by the way, means father of generosity. In 1 Samuel chapter 5, the Ark of the Covenant had been taken by the Philistines, and God smote them for it. And in chapter number 7 of 1 Samuel, the Ark had actually been returned to Israel after seven months. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 7, 1, And the men of Kirjath-Jerim came and fetched up the Ark of the Lord and brought it into the house of Abinadad, in the hill and sanctified Eleazar's son to keep the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, while the ark abode in Kirjath Jerim, that the time was long, for it was twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. There were several other Eleazars in the Old Testament. In fact, there were five others besides the two that I've mentioned and uh, that we've referred to. And then there is one Eleazar in the New Testament. And in fact, that is, a, he's mentioned in the genealogy of the Lord, uh, Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 15. You can read there about that. But then we come to the New Testament and we, we leave the name Eleazar behind, which means Lazarus in the New Testament. And there are actually two Lazaruses mentioned in the in the New Testament. Uh, the Lazarus we're talking about is one of them, uh, and then the other one is the beggar and uh, that dies and goes to paradise in Luke's chapter 16. So again, Eleazar and Lazarus means the exact same thing because they are the same word. It's a good word, and the word, the name, actually means God is my helper. The Hebrew would be God helper. There's not, is my is not added in it. But to clarify it, for us to understand it in the English, we would say, God is my helper. And that's what Lazarus means. So, as we think about that, the Hebrew El always refers to Elohim. God, it's a name for God. And Eleazar means, or Ezar, Azar means help. So we must agree that the Lord did help Lazarus, and I'm thankful for that. I like the name Eleazar, and I also like the name Lazarus. Now, I don't want to get ahead of our verse this morning, verse number one, and get ahead of our study, but I must say that God's help came to Lazarus right on time. Most of us know the story very well, so I don't think I'll spoil it by saying God's timing is not man's timing. Because the book of Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 8 and 9 says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, 
so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As we look again in our text verse this morning, we're going to find the Bible says in verse number 1 of chapter 11 of John, Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus. If I could, now a certain man named Lazarus. I don't think I do any damage to the Word of God by studying the name Lazarus and to look at it in that way. He was the certain man and he is a part of the centerpiece of this wonderful story of how Jesus performed a great and mighty miracle. We'll come back in the morning at 8.30 a.m. and pick up right here in verse number one again as we come back tomorrow for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie Schumann of the Bethel Baptist Church in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. want to welcome you back tomorrow morning, 8.30. God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.